Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome everybody to a very special extra episode of Do Go On. Uh, we're calling this one Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And this week we're talking about cricket. This is cricket the basics. For anyone who listened to the Bradman episode uh, during the week and thought, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> uh, we, got a f- we got a few responses like that, didn't we? <laughs> we did. So I thought maybe it's a good chance to... Um, go through it a little bit i mean uh, one person in particular sorry jess i was in the podcast and i was thinking what the fuck is he talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true um <laughs> but uh kayla wrote to us on our patreon group in facebook saying uh i'd love to have a quick five minute rundown of how test cricket works what the rules are and if there's any unique vocabulary that needs explaining great uh i asked further like anything in particular and she said mostly just the rules and an explanation of the important or unique terms and positions, and scoring, which I guess is everything, so that's not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe how the league's tournaments work. Uh, She wanted to know if there's minor leagues like in baseball, and then uh, what the local international teams and that sort of things are. And I think we can can explain all that pretty quickly. Dave uh, is also probably a bigger cricket fan than me, actually. Is that true? Uh, maybe we're similar. I think we're both sort of casual, but grew up with it enough that we know the yeah. basics. But I don't think either of us are like full fanatics. I played no, two years as a junior. I was the thirteenth um, man, which is a made-up position. <laughs> yes, and I was so often I... the twelfth man. Maybe that's something. Maybe that's the first thing. Then uh, teams are made up of eleven players. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. knowing and... that Dave and I were twelfth and thirteenth man uh, <laughs> probably says a little something there. Uh, Basically, it means you are on the bench as the 12th person. Yes. You go in and uh, you can replace the people 
whilst they need to take a piss and get a drink, basically. <laughs> While they're fielding, but you can't really bowl or bat. No, so you can't. Well, we should explain. Also, bowling, basically, that's like the pitcher. Yes. Yeah. So in terms of baseball stuff, that batting is batting, bowling is pitching, uh, wicketkeeper is the catcher. Uh, yeah, basically like that. So the team's made up of 11 players. Normally, uh, it's listed in terms of their positions. It starts with the opening batsman. So they're two batsmen who are very good, but normally you'll have a often have a combination of a left-hander and a right-hander, but that doesn't matter. Why am I making this more complicated than it needs to be already? Uh, but that's so that uh, the bowler has two different lines they have to bowl on. This is not good. I'm making it sound more complicated rather than less. All right, let's make this even more basic. Okay, so you got two really good batsmen at the start. Then you got the lower order, batsmen's three and four, middle order, batsmen five and six. Then normally you've got the keeper, who to play at a high level will also have to be a pretty good batsman, generally speaking. And then positions eight to eleven are bowlers, and often they're not that bad at batsmen, uh, bat batsmen as well. The middle order can often have an all rounder as well. All rounder is what you call a player who's a very good bowler and batsman. Uh, the cricket field, what they play on, uh, they're big. They're bigger than a baseball field, bigger than a soccer pitch or a, an, a gridiron field. Uh, they're big ovals. The MCG, which is the big professional uh, cricket ground in Melbourne, MCG stands for Melbourne Cricket Ground, is 161 metres long by 138 metres wide. They're big fields. Mm. Uh, it's also what Australian rules football is played on cricket uh, cricket fields, which is no coincidence. They were cricket fields were the only things available for football to be played on. So they've sort of just evolved into those pitches, uh, those grounds. The pitch itself, Dave, that's the centre strip where the bowler bowls the ball. Batsman stands at one end, the bowler comes in from the other, runs in. Bowls the ball, uh, bounces once on the pitch, and then the batsman can either hit it or leave it. If they hit it, they get a chance to make some runs. If they leave it, it'll probably bounce through the keeper. If it hits their wickets, uh, then they're out. That's the equivalent of a strike in baseball, only you don't get three options at it. You don't get three strikes and you're out. If it hits the stumps, you're gone. So that's one ball, and the ball goes back to the bowler. They bowl again, same again, and that happens six times. The bowler gets six balls, and that's called one over. And then the ball goes to another bowler. And they'll bowl and over from the other end of the pitch to the batsman at the other end. So it all switches around. The whole field does. Um, yeah. Uh, the pitch is twenty, about 20 metres long by 3 metres wide. And the pitch is basically just really shortly mown grass that's been rolled down flat. Um, and uh, the ball, we could also probably describe. It's a leather mm. ball filled with cork, a cork centre... And then strings wrapped around it. It's it's fucking hard. It's a real really hard, hard a rock hard ball. Yeah, it has. It literally kills people very rarely, but sometimes it time, has happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's two kinds of bowlers, I guess. If you're breaking down the bowlers a bit further, you got the fast bowlers and the spin bowlers. The fast bowlers run in, try and bowl it as fast as they can, you know, basically. And then the spin bowlers are trying to uh, make the ball move uh, from off the pitch uh, by just putting work onto the ball, spinning it. Uh, the way, I guess now we should talk about the game a little bit. Uh, you've got two teams of 11. Uh, normally there's a toss of the coin to start the game. The winner of the toss gets to choose if they bat or bowl first. 
And we're talking about test cricket mainly here. Test cricket goes for five days. It's actually a huge advantage to win the toss, which is a weird thing about cricket. The toss of the coin gives you a big advantage. And for the most part, teams will choose to bat first, but it can depend on the state of the pitch and the weather and uh, other things. But generally speaking, the team will bat first, I believe. Uh, And then they bat until they're bowled out, basically. And each batsman, if you're out once, you're out for the whole innings. How do you get them out, Dave? Either the bowler hits the stumps. The st- yeah, so they're the uh, the wickets, the three uh, wooden little pillars that are nailed into the ground behind them. And if you basically, if the batsman swings and misses, or if you just beat them because you bowled such a good ball that they can't hit it and it hits the stumps, then they are out. Mm-hmm. That's right. So that's one way. The second most common way would be the batsman hits the ball and a fielder so you've got one uh one player in the fielding team's bowling one's the wicket keeper the other nine players are spread around the field there's rules around where they're allowed to be but basically they can be spread anywhere uh and if you if the batsman hits it and is caught on the full by one of the fielders including the the wicket keeper or the bowler then they are out that's the the second way you can be out the third most common way would be leg before wicket lbw if the bowler, or if the batsman is hit uh, where it's likely the ball would have gone on to hit the stumps and they've blocked it with their leg or body rather than their bat, uh, then that can be called out as well. There are intricacies around that as well where the ball pitches, but to put it basically, if, if you block the ball from hitting the stumps with your body and not your bat, then you can be called out leg before wicket. In um in professional cricket though, do they not play one hand one bounce? No, that's right. <laughs> that's more of a backyard rule. Generally, or tippity. Speaking. It's not that tippity of a run. tippity. Tippity run uh, yeah. is a backyard rule where if you hit it, you got to run. Which is <laughs> yeah. that's how baseball's played, isn't it? Pretty much, if you hit it into the field of play, yeah, then you have to run. I don't think you get the choice to go. Mm, nah. <laughs> Whereas in, in cricket, you can you can block it, just hit it right at your feet, and not run. Um. And in it, test cricket, that happens a lot. That, yeah, that's right. So it's a, it's really a, it's a much more of a battle of uh, attrition, patience. Whereas there's shorter versions of cricket, like twenty twenty and one days, where you're much more likely to see people go the tonk. Um, <laughs> to score runs, so every time you hit it and you run to the other end, both batsmen. So there's two batsmen out there at the same time, one at each end of the pitch. You hit it, and both of them run to the other end of the uh, wicket without. Well, that's probably the fourth uh, most common way of going out is being run out. So if you hit the ball and run to the other end and the fielding team gets the ball and knocks over the wickets at the end you're running towards before you get your bat over the crease, the line to mark that you're in, then you're out as well. Uh, but if you do make it in time, that's one run. You run back again, that's two runs. You know, you run back and forth as many times as you can before they get the ball to the wickets. They all count as runs. Uh, but to get even quicker runs, you hit it all the way to the fence at the edge of the field or a rope if it's if there's a rope that's been laid down. But basically, you make it to the boundary. That's called four runs a boundary. If you hit it over the rope or the boundary on the full, that's six runs, uh, which is you know your maximum score. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. i got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate your last biscuit. I was that saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stressed. <laughs> That has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me. And that feel that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit he, that he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is upsetting to hear. But I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills. Learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-G-O. I think that's, I mean, they're all the real basics, Dave. You think of anything else other than that? Uh, that sort of thing, just a couple other terms where um, when we talk about Bradman winning, uh, getting centuries, that oh, means yep. he scored 100 of those runs. And on the way there, if, if you get 50 runs, you call that a half century. And, yeah, he basically scored 100 more often than anyone else. Yeah, basically his career average was every time he bat or every time he went out, he'd made 100. So Crazy. Uh, the average is how many runs you make per wicket. Uh, per times you've been out. So you don't have to go out. You can play and be not out at the end of an innings. Uh, when the, the team then changes over it, uh, once the team's bowled out or if the batting team declare and they say, uh, we think we've got enough runs, which happens occasionally for time, they'll swap and then the bowling side will bat and every player on the team bats and then the batting side will bowl. And then they'll switch again and... The general, you know, the simplest way to say is whoever has the most runs at the end of the each team having two innings, they win. Uh, yeah, so you both get to have a bat twice and it's whoever's got the most runs after two goes each. Basically. If you run out of time and and neither team, uh, one of the teams hasn't gone through and batted twice or made the amount of runs that the other team made in the fourth innings, then the match is called a draw. And that happens a bit, especially if, uh, if it rains and they lose time. Mm. Uh, but the there's all these quirks that go along with it as well. The longer the test goes on, the, the pitch itself, the conditions of it will change. It'll start cracking up, which will make uh, batting more difficult. Spin bowls will get more spin. Uh, fast bowls will get more uh, varied bounce, which will be harder to play for the batsmen. I'm trying to think of any other terms. When you say century, people will say ton as well. That's sort of a colloquial mm, term. Right. Yep. Ton up. Um, and when you get when you get your fifty for your half century or hundred for your for your century or your ton, uh, the batsman pauses, usually takes their helmet off and holds up their bat, and the crowd applauds to be. That's how <laughs> yeah. it, it's like. Well done, you've made it this far. Yes, that's right. Yeah, interesting. Is there anything else you think, Jess, we might have missed? Uh, um, or anything, um, any anything that you're like. <laughs> Uh, that's confused you as a casual observer? Well, how, like, I, it seems like a game that can just go forever. 
Like right. what's what's the time? Like when you say an in innings, there's no real time limit on that, is there? No, there's not. So sometimes, uh, I mean, if you bowl them out quickly, it could it could be over very quickly. Mm. But an innings, if a team's batting well, it should go. They should bat for longer than a day in the first innings, especially. Um, and that so a day is three sessions, two hours each. There's a lunch break after the first session then there's a tea break after the second it's a very civilized game yeah it's so old school i was reading a bit about it because i I didn't really know about the origin but no one's exactly sure where it came from but it sounds like it started as a kid's game all right like in the middle ages or something centuries and centuries ago Um, oh wow that's time not runs there (laughs) (laughs) see this is where it gets confusing (laughs) (laughs) the the idea of a test match, the first one of those was played between Australia and England in the 1800s, and it was played at the MCG, which I just only just found out. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to mention. Someone commented saying, what the hell are the Ashes, oh, which great. we kept talking about oh, between Australia yeah. and England. Long-running thing called the Ashes. What are they, Matt? Uh, okay, so to put it very simply, I actually think that maybe it would make a good do-go-on report, so I won't go into it too much, but... Very simply, it's the Ashes is the competition between the Australian Test cricket team and the English Test cricket team. Whoever wins it, they get the Ashes, right? They, that's what they're winning. That's the trophy. But it began uh, way, way back when Australia beat England over there. And I think a journalist said um, Australia is taking home the Ashes of English cricket. Like English cricket's dead and the Australians are taking home the Ashes. And then the next time when the English won... Someone gave the English team a little urn uh, with these burnt bales and said, you've, you've won the Ashes back or something like that. Uh, yeah, and, that, and they still play for a replica of that urn today. That is what the Ashes trophy is. Yeah. Uh, yes, the only thing I will say is the bales that you're talking about that are burnt, they're the little pieces of wood across <laughs> yeah. the top of the wicket that basically prove whether or not the ball has hit the stumps hard enough, hit the wood hard enough. So they took the little bales off the top and supposedly burnt them down and put them in the urn and said, these are the ashes of cricket. And then every year, or every couple of years now, England and Australia play again, and whoever wins the series gets to either uh, win or retain the ashes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and you retain the ashes. You can win them by winning the five-match series by uh, just winning more tests than the other team, obviously. Or if you draw, whoever has the ashes already, they retain the ashes. And that's, the, that's probably still kind of the biggest... Um, tournament in cricket is australia versus england it's certainly from an australian cricket fans perspective there is now uh one day world cups the shorter form of the game and the 2020 world cups which are also huge which england uh won last year in very controversial circumstances they beat new zealand uh new zealand were absolutely ripped off but uh, <laughs> in terms of uh club cricket and and how it compares to like uh major leagues and minor leagues and baseball that sort of stuff for the longer form for test cricket uh the entry level is you know your local cricket that sort of stuff then you've got representative cricket um and then you get up to first class cricket so in australia that is the state competition so uh if i was real good at cricket i'd end up playing for victoria probably because that's where i'm from um and then from there from that state level cricket uh, which is the Sheffield Shield competition in Australia, you get selected to play for Australia, and that's the highest level. Uh, playing for your country in cric- test cricket, that's the highest level of cricket. Um, the nations that have test match status in cricket are Australia and England, of course, and South Africa, the West Indies, who are actually a multinational uh, team. They make up 
Uh, they're made up of a bunch of different countries from around the Caribbean, including Barbados, um, uh, Guyana, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, and a bunch of others. And they've been along a uh, long been a power of world cricket. You've got New Zealand, India, another one of the major powers, uh, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Zimbabwe, Bangladesh, Ireland, and Afghanistan. They're the only twelve uh, test teams uh, in the world then you've got uh other levels of cricket there's uh to try and sex it up uh in the late 21st century they started sorry 20th century they started um playing around with the format there's one dayers which if each team gets 50 overs only and they just make as many runs as they can there's a few extra teams that are able to play in that um at the moment including scotland United Arab Emirates, Nepal, Netherlands, Namibia, Oman, Papua New Guinea, and the United States of America. Then, even more recently, in the 21st century, they came up with this idea called 2020 cricket, uh, which is, there's a lot more rules to make it faster and that sort of stuff, and each team only gets 20 overs, but the same amount of players. So, you basically go out and just hit and try and make as many runs as you can, as fast as you can. And there's World Cups. Uh, and whatnot for both of those competitions as well as uh, with the 2020 there's a lot of uh, sort of big money competitions around the world like the Indian Premier League which will have players from around the world getting big multi-million dollar contracts to play 2020 cricket there in Australia there's the Big Bash League which is the equivalent of that which is pretty big in the summertime Um, yeah anyway mate if you've got any other questions uh, let us know. I don't know how I will answer them. I don't think we'll do a second cricket explainer episode. But... <laughs> Who knew it? That's Stuart. The clarification of cricket. <laughs> but it's something that I thought maybe we could do every now and then. Because um, this is sort of the Who Knew It With Matt Stewart podcast idea I've had for a while. Is just doing some either idea uh, topics that are too big or too small for Do Go On. Could do episodes about it separately. Um, little fact questions. So maybe if there's any other questions you've got uh yeah tweet at me or something and and maybe we'll do some more of these mini episodes in the future but yeah it was interesting i just i mean even just saying bales then that slipped right by without even thinking hang on people who don't understand cricket aren't going to know what bales means yeah they're probably imagining bales of hay being burnt (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah good point uh cool but yeah that was fascinating and uh to find out that cricket is uh, so little known by a lot of our listeners yeah, totally. Um, and thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Um, Jess, what's, how do we sign off here at Who Knew It with Matt Stewart again? And like we always say here at Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, well, now you know it. Bye. <laughs> I love it. Later. Bye, everyone. <laughs>
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.